0: You are listening to the Magnetic Marketing, Marketing Secret, Gold, Members
1: Only Podcast.
2: Tell us, uh, tell us quickly about your business and your piece and um, anything you've identified you want to change. Okay.
3: Can you hear me here? Yes. Okay. Uh, this here is my core business. I'm a physician came to the United States from my home country, South Africa, to do my MBA. Went into pharmaceuticals, cut a long story short, the company I was with, uh, based in Los Angeles, moved everybody to Boulder, Colorado. We didn't want to move. So I said, I'm going to consult to pharmaceutical companies. I did this piece here, and can you show Dan the uh, accompanying piece? In other words, this this one here. Yeah. Um, I went to a seminar given by an expert in brochures, and he said, you know, just do a one-pager, and this is what I did. I actually have the color version right here. You know, the guru of One Pages told me to follow exactly this format, which I did. This is the color using a purple for the headers. You know, it's purple with white writing. Uh, Color photograph over here, it looked reasonable. Um, By the way, I did a lot of this stuff before I knew the principles of direct mail. And cut a long story short, I mailed this to 1,200 pharmaceutical product managers and physicians in pharmaceutical companies Positioning myself as a consultant, uh, as I say over there, a physician consultant at your disposal. Use me whenever you need to. This got zero responses. Now, here's an interesting little sort of sidekick since I sent this in to you, I did have a similar mailing on email. Dramatic responses. I've got way more business than I can deal with right now. I actually had to stop getting through the well, list. No,
2: get out of here. Well, here's the oh. g- <laughs> <laughs> Times pressed, man. You know, don't no, go ahead. Well, the
3: question I just wanted to ask you, Dan, if you if I could help, if you could help me with one thing, it's I, the, the letter. I don't know. Maybe just give me your comments. I think I know why it's wrong. It's got no headlines.
2: Yeah, if you have got to go back to this first before you get to your
3: pretty piece. Well, the hardest part for me is what is the offer? Well, How do I make an offer a, enticing
2: to conservative that's audience? That's exactly the problem. If you want to skip to your biggest problem, it's the end. You got. A wimpy, vague, nothing close to this. But what do you offer? So, assuming I get through it, I mean, look at your last paragraph. Why not give me a call so we can brainstorm possibilities? These are conservative guys. I like oatmeal-y. All um, All right. First of all, uh, that's a problem. Right? Not that they're conservative guys, but that you said that. That's a problem. Because okay. you have in your head a certain bias about what these people will respond to and what these people will not respond to. And that translation of that bias generically is my customers are different and everybody else, they will not respond to this stuff. And if you keep that in your way, uh, you will be forever destined to mediocre response because they're not different. They're the same as everybody else and they got a National Enquirer hidden in their briefcase under the Wall Street Journal. They're, they're buying cubic zirconia from Home Shopping Network. They're the same customers the rest of us got. Right? Um, and, and, and this thing fails because it doesn't tell them specifically what to do and offer them a strong enough incentive to do it. Right? Uh, and so even if everything else works, it drops the ball when it comes to ask Do something, and and you would need to fix that before you fixed anything else. Now, what's the offer? Well, I can't tell you what the offer is. I can suggest some things. Um, uh, You could uh, you could write a book. Um, I mean, I don't have enough information for a book, but I do have for an article. You got ten case histories, don't you? Yeah. Got twelve. Stretch. Twelve. Okay. Um, uh, uh, and uh, so can you give me four pages on each one?
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Can you give me six pages? Yeah, okay. Well, that's enough for a book. Yeah, not a very thick book, but it's a book. It's a good promotional book. So you could do a book and offer a free book. You could offer a free report. You could offer a free tape. You could offer a free something that has a jazzy title that is directly relevant to how they would use you. You could offer a free report... Uh, 12 ways that pharmaceutical companies can use physician consultants to double or triple or quadruple their revenue, okay? A bit of a stretch, yeah. Well, all right. Uh, I mean, you can make it as soft as you want, but understand the softer you make it, the less the response is. Say, so, I mean, you need a big promise as part of your story. And it's tough. And so by being vague and fuzzy, um, you you've got the door open so wide here that nobody knows why they should walk through right? that's what you've accomplished and you've got to change it anybody got thoughts ideas questions for him yep
4: anybody
2: uh... not that i know of i don't know what
3: any competitors out there might be doing but there has been some uh, retrenchment in the industry so i'm sure there are some physicians out there with pharmaceutical experience.: Why
2: do you ask?: hmm?
3: but well, I mean, in general, physicians are
2: really lousy marketers. I mean, yeah, like, he's probably better than any of them because they really are awful, uh, but you still should know more about what's going on than the answer you just gave. yep It's a very good point, yeah. The twist it sells is. you, but it doesn't sell outcomes.
3: What I try to put in the letter is what they ask me when they call me up. And when I put that on email, boom. I mean, i got got uh, 20% response rate, 15 out of 300.
2: Well, it, 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 then your answer is do more email.
3: Yeah.
2: You know, But if you want to solve this problem, um, it, it, you've got, you're not selling outcomes. Yeah. Right, anybody? Uh, yep. Yeah, good advice. Both books you you should you, certainly if anybody's in any kind of consulting business, you gotta read Ringer's book. Uh you're you're desperately waving your arm in the back. Hey, Dan, correct me if I'm wrong, but anytime you come on with a list of benefits, why do you need the word benefits? Isn't that kind of a big giveaway about your outline? I'm not sure, huh? Well, okay, yeah. I mean, it's a, the copy's a little awkward, but th- that's not enough to kill this. You know, the, the core problems are bigger, and the core problems are you know, there's just there's fundamentally no offer. So, if, if you're going to get you know the fuzzier, the, the 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 worse the offer is, the worse the response. I mean, you're right, but it's not it's not a killer. You know that's like that's that's like a small leak in the tire, but he ain't got no engine. <laughs> um, or make more, or trump the competition, or yep, 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 outcomes, yep. Um, well, my consulting practice is limited to no more than clients at any one time, and therefore I urge you to call me. Well, here's how it could be better if you want to go down this road. My consulting practice is limited to no more than three pharmaceutical biotechnology clients at any one time, and currently I have an opening for one. Uh, now you've, you've tightened it even farther uh, and you've uh, and you've dealt kind of with the issue of see one of the hardest things in the world is to proactively market consulting anyway. There's a perverse thing about that business that that the more you go toward them, the faster they run away from you because theoretically, if you were any good, you wouldn't have any time to be marketing yourself. Um, so. It, it, it makes this difficult to start with, which is why I forget which one of the panelists said it last night, but they made it out the point was outstanding. And the point was, many of the people who spoke last night sell information products. but doesn't matter what you sell, you have to be in the information business. And in the consulting field, uh, you really need information stuff has steps to you so that they feel like they're making the decision to come and get you as the expert. When you try and go to them as the expert, it, it has that perverse problem of how good could he be if he's got to go hunt for business? Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, you never get a solicitation letter from F. Lee Bailey or Johnny Cochran, or you, you, know, you get it from Al Schwartz who does car accident stuff, and you never get a solicitation letter from a cardiac surgeon. And you know, so people have in their head, and so you've got to dance around that issue. And one way to do it is by offering information, and then the information establishes you as somebody that they want. Yep. Yeah, or in, along those same
5: lines, in this instance, it might be good to do a testimonial
2: letter from somebody who with. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Yep. Testimonials or an endorsement letter or a testimonial-driven campaign. Yep. Tom? Well, and you can turn that into, um, uh, see, you can extend that again by offering the transcript of the lecture I just gave at XYZ Place, Uh, the audio tape of the presentation I just gave at XYZ, the white paper based on the, you know, and then that that extends that presentation so that you're not manual labor dependent because the one thing we don't want to be on our marketing... Uh, one or two more, anybody? Yep. Um, when I first read it last night, I guess I looked
6: at this thing that, yeah, there's no closing on there, but I never got there because the first paragraph we with a, well, so what? I jumped down and use the second sentence of the second paragraph and, and start the letter with that. Imagine having an experienced
2: pharmaceutical physician and he's got some excitement right off the bat. You're right, it's a better start. You're absolutely correct. One more. Kit? Well, to get back, back to big promise thing, increase sales, uh one little leaky sales and increase. So I, mean, I need a quantifier on these the talk of increasing my sales Yep, vague versus specific. So I guess you should change the header here. It doesn't work.
3: Yeah, okay. it's
2: it's too soft. I don't even see of course you're enamored with that piece, but no, no, uh, you know, it's almost it almost doesn't serve you well at all. Uh to be quite honest with you. Uh, okay, you're out of here. Thank you. Who's next? Oh, you're next. This is. Um, we need uh, you up here, Joe. Not you. No, 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 no. Yeah. No, no. Oh, yeah, well, we had uh, Quick Kill beat you up. Um, you guys should have been at that seminar. We had another one of these. We had Quick Kill Williams, and um, you know, who, what's his pitch? He can hit you 412 times in 30 seconds or something. And uh, so we, we had him demonstrate on Joe. Uh, we took a vote, and everybody said, Joe. Uh, here we go. They laughed when... There's something we've never seen before, uh, which is the point. You know, it just keeps working over and over again. Uh, a quick download on your business and uh, what you're doing and uh, what's uh, working. And
7: this was uh, I first moved out to California. I had this little product. I, it was years ago, but anyways, I had no angle on selling this sucker to drummers until Dan Kennedy stuff, and uh, I started getting like the Weekly World News, and uh, almost the same exact thing was in Le- Weekly World News, but they were selling some scientific robot. Uh, with all these points and all these stuff. and
2: Weekly World News is like the low-end National Enquirer for those of you that are not doing your homework.
7: So basically I took a gamble and uh, Dan Kennedy has a strategy in his Millions book that I called the uh, editor and arranged to get a huge discount on the half-page ad if there's any open space. So they gave me like a half half off and they ran it about three times. So we kind of toss this in here, and it's, I don't know, for drummers in this kind of magazine, it's going to like modern drummer, very interesting type of market, but uh, a lot of calls, a lot of skepticism, but the orders flew in. So I think off this, yeah, we started making about three grand, started going up to about 4,500, and this thing has been running, like this is our second year, and it's still pulling, but we've changed like different headlines, which is kind of coming up. We put more quotes in there. Um, I don't know what else there is to
2: say. Uh, uh, you're still running the old ad. Or are you running the new ad? Uh, you rotate? Actually, you we, you? we
7: started getting, we, we got a huge amount of testimonies from this sucker from a lot of people that had uh, tendonitis, carpal tunnel. And they're all talking about the surgery and surgery, blah, 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 and that they use these suckers and they have no more pain, which is kind of interesting. So we changed, these, we changed everything, and we have a new headline, which I showed you yesterday, which the headline just basically says surgery for speed, and it talks about this whole controversial topic between going under the knife uh, from a doctor. Very tabloidish, very tabloidish. Um, yeah, that's pretty much that one.
2: Uh, here's your sales letter.
7: Oh, this is different. This is actually for the uh, drumming. Um, I put out an ad that has me with um, i don 't know if anybody 's into music. drummers have bass drums I mean, it's yeah so you 're familiar with I put out a very informational how to play your feet exactly like your hands um, so uh, we ran a similar ad which is a warning warning don 't play your bass drums till you get my free report blah 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 um, now we 're giving away free cassettes, but to make a long story short this is that this is pretty much my my unique song proposition. Again, it's copied from like the those uh, what are those stomach machines, you know, spend fifteen minutes a day, blah blah blah. Um, yeah, it's pretty much this stuff. of that.
2: um who could spot the click in this page? Hmm? No no, no no. It's a description of what it's not. Selling what it's not instead of what it is. No memorization, no learning, no unnatural physical movements.? All right. Good. It was, cu- was that next? Yeah, OK. All right. Now, here's an important thing to show you. Is his letter a few more pages back. It's the headline that says...
7: This is, an, this is a totally different letter for... Uh, there's an ad in there for a product that attaches onto heavy bags, uh, kind of telling them to call a free recorded message and get our 15-page report on this product. Um, this is like our third attempt at a long report to sell this sucker. Um, This is pretty much our roughest one because there's a lot of swear words in there. A lot of uh, ripping on martial artists. The leads pulled pretty good, but total sales were only making like four grand off like this whole report stuff. So I'm not happy
2: with it. What's the conversion rate on the leads? Um, About 23%. Somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah. The problem is not the conversion rate, the whole business has its problems, but think about this. A 23% conversion rate on the report. Let me tell you why that is. It's because of the language, okay? I'm pissed, um, okay, this, if you go through this, he has, he's perfectly matched himself with his market, and, and it's, a, it's a very important issue. Um, when you're going to write to a particular market, you got to talk like they talk. Uh, and you can't go, your issue, you can't clean it up, you can't polish it, you can't make the grammar right. you got to talk like they talk when these guys are hanging out together having a beer. Um, haven't showed much of his stuff here, but I'm going to show you a great headline. Um, we try and keep this guy out of our seminars because... He offends a lot of people, but this is our friend, Joe. This is Ross Jeffries. free recorded message reveals the amazing seduction secrets of a skinny, ugly, six-foot geek from Culver City, California that could get you all the girls you want no matter what your looks or age. Um, uh, It's a big promise, huh? The... um, the copy. Uh, how to turn 20 minutes over coffee into hours of heated passion? You'll never have to go out. You'll never have to go out on a date again. Um, this. Uh, go ahead, Joe. What's the guarantee? Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. Um, this guy. This hugely offend. Hugely offensive and hugely successful marketing campaign. Uh, Most of his ads run in medium to low-end men's magazines, and all of the ads, the reports, everything, again, are perfectly matched in language to his customer. And, And one of the real keys here, see, it's not just good copy, it's good copy perfectly matched to the customer, and that's why this letter works. And when you're into double-digit response rates, uh, you've really done something. Now the economics of the business, you know, like you and I talked about, are a whole nother. You could be at 40 percent response rate, you'd still hate it. Uh, but but this matching issue is very important for you to get a handle on. Um, what can we do for you? The, the big
7: thing is when we go back to the drumming one, which is yep. the long one in there. Um, we put an audio cassette in it, and we included that. And it did nothing for response. Well, I would assume drummers wanted to hear me play, of course. I'm doing some phenomenal stuff. But they still buy. And I think the drumming thing pulls incredible numbers. Because you see, in the, in the, uh, there's like a three-letter sequence. But we did a four-letter sequence. Now we're working on a five-letter and, of course, all the whole boot camp and everything. But my point is, we need to get an audio cassette
2: that pulls. Well, I- Steve knows why your audio doesn't work. OK. You got a mic over there? Go ahead. Now you're not going to charge me extra for this, are you? Okay.
6: Course, there we go.
2: Of course, the AV guy, the AV guy can't get his mic to work.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah. Okay. all right. No,
6: the problem with doing an audio cassette on that, anybody who's in the business knows that you can fake anything you want to in audio. You can overdub, triple dub. You tell me how fast you're going to drum. I don't buy it because I can sound just like you, and I can't play the drums. I can create that sound in audio. Show me a video of you playing it. You can't fake that.
7: That's the problem we have with the video, though. Once you see the video, you know it. Well, my yeah, because guys have gotten my report and read it, and they said, "Oh, you know, they kind of I hit it, but they they kind of figured it out." And I'm like, "Ah."
6: No, you do. No, you do the you do the video like an MTV video. Fast moving, turning, odd camera angles. They get little glimpses of it, but you don't show them the whole thing. You use it as a tease, it's I real I got another short. idea.
2: How about if you do the video with his back to them towards an audience?
6: And show the audience enjoying what so he's doing. So the
2: audience reacting, I get to hear it now, just as I would on an audio tape, but I believe it because they're seeing it happen, but I can't see it.
7: So there's nothing to it's do It's the secret Content.
2: technique, right? It's the equivalent of putting a bag over your head.
7: So they're not believing the audio cassette. Basically. They're not believing that's, the audio a, tape,
2: yeah. but we can make them believe this. It's the way, it, where's our magician friends? When the magic shows are done on TV, right, and the guy makes the plane disappear or the railroad car disappear or whatever, yeah. we would not believe that because it's television. So every, every, even a brain dead, anybody who watches TV knows you can fake anything on TV. So there's always people okay. there, right? So you need people watching you do this, but you can't let them see it because it's a secret.
6: And even better than that, have it be a bunch of drummers watching you do it.
2: Oh yeah, set it up right. Yeah. So
6: Introduce we we've
2: gathered a group of them, right? And you say they they see the demonstration and then they're interviewed afterwards, and they, but you never reveal what you do. Sounds good. You could show one little shot of you from inside or something and put the big piece of black uh, Blockout right over the hands right yeah Yeah, right yeah the blue circle and chiron it on screen top secret right there's your video okay get out of here (laughs) anybody got anything who we got next here oh this is Jeff Farr are you Jeff are are you here I love your stuff I hope you're making a ton of
1: money.
2: Uh, actually, it's working well. Actually, it's working well. Um, oh, okay. I mean, if you're making oh, you are you ill? I'm huh? real. Are you ill? Are you all right? Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I, 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 I describe your business real quick, and then we'll look at some of your stuff.
1: Uh, we sell uh, photo ops opportunities, and uh, we start out with lead generation from a classified ad. We send them a book, and then we send them up the follow-up letter, which you have in your um, kit. Uh, we've been getting a 5 or seven, five to 7% uh, response rate from classified ads, and I recently tested a uh, display ad, and our response uh, conversion rate was about 30%. Uh, so we're going to try to test a few more of those.
2: Conversion rate's what?
1: About 30%. <laughs> we're, getting <a> thir- <laughs> we're getting about a 13 to 1%.
2: 13 to 1 on your ad cost. Yeah. Okay. Um, This is a lift note. Remember, the the first report they get is really a book. It's bound like a book. And then this is your follow-up piece. This is a lift note that goes with the follow-up piece. And so in real life, it's not a full page. It's actually cut the shape of the copy. So it's like a third of a page turned vertical (laughs) is really what it is. Uh, Take a look at the From the Desk of. Little cootsie, uh, chairman of the barn deal, uh, greetings from our corporate d- headquarters, is built in 1840 church, turned into a barn, turned into a cotton gin, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Now, a lot of people who didn't know any better would say, Why put all that stuff at the top of your lift Why say it at all? So, w- what is that on our click list? Yeah, details. Magic in the details. All that's doing is making him more believable as a real person and more interesting as a real person. Um, uh, Halbert's old theory was you always want to put your offices in a small town in the upstairs of a bank building so that you can say our offices are at the corner of Main and Third or on top of the First National Bank uh, because that makes you more believable because you're on the roof of a bank. Uh, not bad, by the way. Not necessarily easy to do, but not bad. Uh, so th- that kind of detail is magic, and he captured it beautifully. Uh, let's see. What else did I want to show them about yours? Oh, ta- we talked about photos. The one you have in your Xerox unfortunately doesn't do him justice, but take a look at the photo at the top of the letter. Um... Uh, the caption says, uh, yes, it's quite relaxing to know the secret of making decent money where and when you want to, all while you're doing something you love doing anyway. Um, you're in a tux, but you're stretched out there, obviously relaxed. Tell me about the choice of the photo.
1: Um, <clears throat> we had it available, so I used it and wrote there, the No signs to this it.
2: at all. Good, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, my
1: wife had photographed that for me for publicity a while ago, but it wasn't for this particular piece.
2: Anybody want to react? Pardon? Well, yeah, if I was going to try a bump, I'd shoot the same pose, but in relaxed clothes. And since you're the barn guy, I don't know, maybe a flannel, you know, a Bob Vila look, sort of. Um, uh, maybe a cup of coffee or a soft drink next to you. But the pose is perfect for the message that you are trying to uh, deliver here. How did, what, what, what's your reaction to the secret of making decent money? Huh? You're all wrong. You're right. Yeah, it shows real sensitivity to his market. Um, to tell you an interesting story, and then we'll go back to this. Uh, some years ago, Uh, I was involved in marketing a very expensive practice management uh, contract to chiropractors. Uh, It's a $35,000 buy. And they were brought by direct mail to a weekend event uh, in Boca Raton, Florida, where they were sold this $35,000 thing in seminar. And uh, and of course, uh, the pitch was that it's going to be dramatically increasing their practice and their income. And we held out to them this, the person in this program, very successful doctor, built five consecutive million-dollar practices, sold one after the other, big house on the waterway in Boca Raton, boat, grand piano. Uh, we started doing, uh, because a lot of it is sensitizing the doctor's attitudes to the fact that they can do better, we did, we did this twice before we changed it. We did the, uh, the circle of Rolls Royces on Friday night we got a Rolls Royce dealer to bring over about ten cars, put them in a big circle out in the parking lot, and let people go sit in them and crawl through them and smell them and say, because Doc drove a Doc drove a Rolls Royce, so you could have this experience. And um, people ran and hid. Um, uh, we couldn't get them in the cars, and. Um, Rodney and I were talking one day, and we both got it at about the same time. We both looked at each other and said, it's too much for them. We've overshot the mark. We switched it to a circle of Cadillacs and Lincolns. And they're all out there crawling in the cars, starting the cars, playing with the CD players, et cetera, worked beautifully. The roles was too much. For his market, and when you study his stuff you will understand better, but for his market he has hit the right tone. Uh, He has hit a tone that balances an income claim with a doing the thing you love claim, a freedom claim. If he hit him with all of the things you guys just wanted to change this to, he would overshoot the mark. Um, And and I guarantee you if you split test it, you would find that it is true. Uh, He has hit just the right tone here. Uh, And and so how far you hype, how far you don't hype, uh, you've got to be careful about this. And, again, you've got to really understand your customer. And talking to these folks with a big money greed pitch right out of the gate would scare them off and drive them away. In fact, most of them will be attracted to this opportunity with money as the third or fourth motivation on the list of reasons in priority of what will attract them to it. Yep.
1: Well, it's mostly advanced amateurs and then we do have some uh, professionals that have gotten sick of doing weddings or whatever they're doing and have taken on our system. I'm sorry, what was the question? Um, We could try that. Uh, There are other people that have uh, tried, you know, saying make your hobby a a business. Um, I just found that this headline's been working so well, I haven't really gotten around to testing other headlines.
2: Tell me about the follow-up letter.
1: Well, this entire package is the follow-up, Okay,
2: is this in here then as a back? This
1: this is is part of the follow-up. Okay. Um, This is for uh, professional photographers that feel that they don't need to learn our style of photography and they just want to buy the marketing system. Um, Reality is we don't sell very many of those.
2: Uh, Most everybody's buying a full package?
1: Full deluxe package, right.
2: Okay, Uh, what can we do for you, if anything?
1: Um, I would be interested in uh, any comments on any of this. Um, Also, the sequencing of follow-up mailings as far as the timing goes.
2: People? Mm -hmm. Oh, what a good question. How many noticed this in his piece? He's got copy. He doesn't have an 800 number, and he's got a little explanation of why I don't have an 800 number, which is basically summarized as I'm cheap, I mean, if you wanted to summarize what he said. But he's got a little justification of why he doesn't have an 800 number. So her question is, have you tested no. with or without, and, and, and so why don't you have one?
1: I don't want one. Well, We
2: we hang around at home, and people
1: call us, and we sell systems. There's a page missing, I think, out of this. Oh, yeah, there's a number of pages. um, Where it talks about uh, if they call me, I might be out in the garden or out in the woods, so expect to hear birds in the background. Um, So that's why I don't have an 800 number. I don't know if it's decreasing response or not.
2: And, and currently your tell me your numbers again, your conversion rate is.
1: Off of classified ads, uh, about five to seven percent. We just ran a test ad. I'm still getting results in. Uh, so far, um, about 25 to 30 percent. What they're doing is they're buying the first book for $14.95.
2: ninety five. You're doing self-liquidating of, uh, lead generation, oh yeah, and, and of the book buyers now f- that have come off of a display ad, your conversion rate's coming in at twenty five percent plus. Yeah. And how yeah. many of those fax in the order versus or mail it versus how many call you?
1: It seems to be almost equal. Um, half and half. Yeah. So um, you'll take
2: so half of them will call you. Yeah. And right now you and your wife are taking the calls. Right. Okay. And. Um, and does anybody say anything about the toll-free number issue?
1: No. Never to work. No. People will call up and talk for 15, 20 minutes, sometimes an hour if, they, if I let them. Um, so they don't seem to be concerned about the cost of calling in.
2: When you crank up your volume, by the way, you're going to have to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now what do you make of that? Yeah, what do you make of that? He does not have an eight hundred number. He's got this goofy explanation in here about why he doesn't have one. And and he's out in the woods with the birds, which has nothing to do with having an eight hundred number or not having an eight hundred number, and he's at a twenty five percent plus plus com, com, conversion rate. That i I to person. She got it. She got it. There it is. It's congruent with the rest of his story. Okay, uh, the first thing people think of when they see the eight hundred number is that you're a big company. See, most people don't know any. You have an eight hundred number if you're Mary Schwartz. I mean, you know, those days they'll hook that thing up yesterday. But people think big company, and the picture they get in their mind. What 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 do you think the picture is? Bunch of cubicles bunch of cubicles and a bunch of people sitting in cubicles taking orders that that like the time life commercial on tv right she's got the little doohickey on and there's a bunch of cubicles around her the dilbert scene that's the picture they get and so with the rest of his story what he's done is perfectly congruent and that's why it's working for him yep Well, I was about to say it's quite possible he would bump response. It's also quite possible in his case he would not bump response. And the only way for him to know would be to test, but for him to test it, he not only has to add the 800 number, but he has to make copy changes. Because to maintain congruency, he is going to then have to go through an explanation of the good news is that you can even call me on a toll-free number in order to place your order. And I'll, uh, and I'm going to be and you'll still hear birds and I'm going to be out in the woods and I may take your call. Uh, but uh, I managed to get an 800 number installed in my house, and he's going to have to make the cubicles go away. He can't just add the number. If all he did is add the number and he keeps everything else the same, I'd wager it depresses response, not increases it.
7: Hmm? In
2: the barn. In the barn. Sorry, yeah, not in the house. Okay, Joe? This might be the stupidest question I've ever asked, but I'm thinking of this off the top of my head. You know, like in our business, we have a bunch of people we don't know if they're buying number
1: or not. What if you actually put, you know, what's the price point of what you sell? One package is about $500, the other is about $1,000.
2: it's out it used to be this the gimmick you just described used to be used before 800 numbers and yeah a lot of people will not call collect okay they'll just they'll call the regular number the the problem with it is the, the cost on the ones who actually do it i mean the, you you've just created a very expensive marketing gimmick and it's not going to give them enough of a bump to justify the cost it won't do it. Yep.
8: What, what if he go, uh use the approach I'm going to Washington. I hate these newfangled, yeah, it's like these 800 numbers. But after talking through months with the
2: bone company, they can put in the Well, you could tell, tell that story, sure. If you were going to do it, you would tell that story. Um, uh, uh, but here, here's what i tell you when you're at 25 or 30% response, <laughs> you don't try and solve nothing. What he should be working on is the next step in the sequence, which is one of the questions he asked. This thing is fine. Just run more ads, mail more. His only marketing problem here is buying stamps. He needs a bigger shopping cart to go buy the stamps. Other than that, he's got no problem. But now what he's got to be concerned with is what happens to the the 75% who don't convert. And that's where you want to go do your work.
1: I've got a third notice coming out next week, so that's finally done.
2: Good. And ultimately, you're going to want to do a price drop mm-hmm. in a fourth or a fifth place from your $400 down somewhere into the $100 range and be able to loop them back.
1: We're going to break out the package into smaller units so that they can buy part of the package and then work themselves back Yeah,
2: on. but do that as sure. your last right. like your last resort. Anybody else? Either something for them or a question. Uh, yep.
4: The,
1: the classified ad is uh, for free information. It's a minimum word classified ad. Um, they send for free information, and then I send them the book.
2: Now, the display ad, they're paying for it. They
1: pay for the book.
2: The display ad, they're yeah. paying for it. It's self-liquidating lead generation. All he's trying to do is cover the cost of the ad, qualify the lead.
1: The classified ad is free, free information. They get the book free.
2: And he 's just um, switched to display
1: 14
2: ninety
1: five what actually happened was the classified ad was done as a test for the headline to see if it would work or not, and that 's really how this all started so you're next
2: Good. Not a bad thought. Lengthen the guarantee. You could make the emphasis of your second piece the guarantee. You could lead with the guarantee. Okay. Anybody else? Uh, T.J., this is your deal. Where uh, are you running
1: your classified In the major photo magazines, Pop Photo, M Photo.
2: You know, it's amazing you haven't gone with Joe and yeah. turned that brownie thing into a biz op <laughs> Are You guys would turn anything into In this case, though, you're absolutely right. You On the next break, you really should talk to yeah. him because he I, could make you a lot of money.
1: I would love to try this in other areas. Yeah, you guys definitely. should have a
2: chat. You guys should have a chat. Wait till you see what he does to it after he turns it into a business opportunity. He's, he only got about halfway through his story. Um, uh, 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 Ron? yeah we're back to fixing something though it's got a twenty five percent conversion rate well
1: when people call me sometimes they tell me they've read through it three or four times, cover to cover so
2: <laughs> yeah well yeah you you if if you, buy, if you buy Ron's criticism, which is probably valid, now the thing to do is when you do your second piece or your third piece, not only are you are going to need a new theme, which could be the guarantee, but very distinctly change the format and very deliberately make one that is much easier to read and you know more like some of the other things you've seen here, mm-hmm. see how that works for you. Maybe that'll help you get some of the people you missed the first time. But whatever you do, don't fix the first one. Uh,
1: Uh, it's two thousand nine hundred and seventy dollars in one weekend photographing people or pets um, in your home or studio, something to that effect. It's in the letter. There's a letter um, right before this package, and the classified ad is in there.
2: Okay, one or two more. Yep. Uh, you may be too early, and you probably don't have any. Right? I
1: just got a really great testimonial, and right like the week last week, so Good. those are going in soon.
2: Yeah, you got your ammunition to start. They're just barely starting to get them. You're absolutely right. And think about this. As a general rule of thumb, operating without testimonials, which is what he's doing, in an environment like this, going to depress his response by as much as half. Which means it's possible his 25% conversion rate is going to go to 50. Um, uh, e- e- Tom? How long are you going
1: uh, we started out working on it um, last January. We finally got the product in full shipping order just about four weeks ago. And we've got about 27 of them out there right now.
9: So. Yep. I would think that because you've got this regular casual guy uh, thing going for you, that they on not on a lighter letter, uh, less copy, easier to read letter, that margin um, product really, really, really enhance the casual guy
2: very good thought. I wouldn't do it to the first one again. I wouldn't change a darn thing. But the, one of the follow up pieces, handwritten margin notes, very good idea. Joe? Uh, like you no, know, we just, where were you about two minutes ago? Huh?
1: <laughs> we're just starting to get them now.
2: yep everybody got it a little everything's a different piece and it's stretched every three days every five days of course you got to have testimonials to do that that's uh, a great idea okay anything else we can do for you you're a happy camper good I okay i trying to do one more before lunch but Bert's not here is he Carla Dubin I've seen him all weekend he's not here is he I don't even know if he was registered. Alright, skip him. Uh, who's uh, who's uh, here with this puppy? Jim? The
0: guy we got times a long
2: what? What what?
0: Year, the guy we got
2: times a long oh yeah, that's him. That's all part of the same package. Hi there. Hi, uh, Looks, looks looks pretty good for a guy that got stabbed in a long 23 pound, doesn't he? Um, uh, okay, what do you want to tell us about this?
4: Uh, this business is not off the ground. I'm scheduled to begin in about a month. My target market for my company initially is dental hygienists and the products they might use. In the U.S., 94% of dental hygienists are women. So everything is going to be geared toward women, the, the look, the language. And um, my product is, uh, for those of you go to your dental hygienist twice a month, those things that they pick your teeth and for some of you inflict lots of pain. And this is my uh, opening um, series. Basically, I want them to try the product. Statistically, with this manufacturer, if if I can get them to try it, 92.5% of them will keep it and will remain customers. So the key is getting them the first time.
2: How many of these things do they buy in a year? If they keep it and like it, how many more are they going to buy? Uh,
4: they will buy between three and $500 a year.
2: OK, and your margin on that?
4: Um, 60%.
2: OK. Um, very good. Yeah, you're going to get a real short hot seat. Um, uh, Chauncey's absolutely right here's, here's the way to I knew you were going to say that Here's the way to dramatically <laughs> multiply the response to this piece And okay. there's copy things we could fix But you don't need to That's exactly If she's telling the truth Now if you're not We're about to put you into bankruptcy
4: <laughs>
2: But uh, okay. So there's a high penalty here okay. For falsehood Okay Okay but if you're telling the truth, Chauncey's absolutely right.
4: Okay. I would like solution number one, solution number two. There is, I, okay, no, that's there is no solution okay, number
2: two. A, well, solution number two is to split test one against the other. But okay. You, okay? But solution number one is keep all of the stuff you did the same and make it pink and do the teddy bear and all that stuff that I was going to fix until I just heard what I just heard.
4: Oh, I still want you to comment No, we're not going to fix
2: any of that stuff. Because you, 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 so you don't have a copy problem. In fact, you probably got no problem at all. If it is true... This is my Rory Fat Simple Salmon business. If it is true that ninety plus percent of the people will buy three hundred to five hundred dollars worth of these doohickeys twelve months after they get try and use the first one,
3: uh-huh.
2: then you do not want to you don't want nineteen dollars, you don't you just want to get as many of these things in dental hygienist hands as it's humanly possible. So you switch your here's all you do. everything stays the same except so the order form. The order form now becomes a honesty pledge. That they will test this thing, that they will try it, and that they will send you back a note or a fax. Fill out the rest of this form. Keep the bottom half until you've had your 30-day trial, and tell us what you think of this product. And if you'll agree to do that, you get it for free. Now, if you if you insist on fooling with this, then the third thing you can test is it's free, but you got to give us 4.98 shipping and some shipping and handling money in order to get it. But were I you. I'd ship them free. All they got to do is pledge that they're going to use it and report back to us what they think and you can have one for nothing. See, because her marketing problem is only one of getting this in as many dental hygienist hands as humanly possible, as quickly as possible, and the best way to do that is free. And the big word up top above whatever the regular headline is should be free. As big as you can make it and you should plaster free all through this thing. Okay? You may be able, now here's here's a big moneymaker for you. Okay. You may be able to make this work with broadcast facts. And that would be the third thing I'd test. Well, because you're giving it away. So how hard is this? Say, this, this is not that difficult. So you can condense, the, if you can condense this story to fit on no more than two, and preferably one page, with free for any dental hygienist across the top of it, then I would test broadcast facts. Okay. Because now you cut all your printing and your mailing costs out, which makes it a little less painful for you to give these things away. Yep,
4: yep.
2: Right? Because okay. you can't do anything cheaper than broadcast facts other than standing on the street and yelling. Um, and the chance of a dental hygienist passing by at any given point is not good. So, um but you want to flood these things out there and then you of course need the good mail piece that goes and gets them to reorder and you know all of that but you, you probably don't have to be real good with that because it happens automatically yep well i'm not an economist i'm not you know see that's an operational question My, i cause those problems see i solve marketing problems i cause operations problems there's some other guy who's in charge of operation problems. You go to a Michael Gerber seminar or something. But, you, you, you know, that's that's not my job, okay? If you want a serious answer to the question, how does she eat? Uh, she runs her credit cards to the max. She borrows money. She sells all her furniture. We don't know. She may be sitting on a ton of money. Doesn't she look like she's got a lot of money? She looks to me like she's got a lot of money. Uh, but it doesn't matter because... Because she's got—I mean, you don't mail every dental hygienist in the country. I mean, you take a thousand of them or five hundred of them, and you test the premise, and you're going to know pretty quick if the if the ninety percent or so holds up. Now, as soon as it does, you go mortgage everything you got, including your paraplegic grandmother's wheelchair, and you and you mail. I mean, yep.
4: actually it is a private label it's uh... what is it, it the concept is not new but, uh... it be specifically to the color handles that i want they can replace the tip so then my whole marketing scheme is hygienists who are struggling in the male-dominated dental industry who are not totally respected they get to choose this is what i want this is the color this is the instrument this is my way
2: first of all she's confused the product enough through the private label and the modifications, the the better thing here is what's the click? The enemy, done the enemy. See, she's got she's got the Susan Powder story, and as soon as she starts to tell it, she gets good at it, right? These poor suppressed dental hygienists that nobody appreciates and nobody
4: respects. Um, That's the dental hygienist.
2: Yeah. Uh, the other thing that will help you that you can, I don't think you need it, but if you want to, get Linda Miles' phone number from uh, Carla and uh, call Linda and use my name with Linda. Uh, Linda's uh, uh, probably got, I don't know, 4,000 dental offices. The dental hygienist and the office manager are really the customers. They come to all her seminars, they buy her tapes, they love her. She's like their mama. Okay. Uh, you, if you do an endorsement, some kind of a lift note from Linda, and do her list before you do the general population, your numbers will go up even more. And the deal could be, you might be able to get Linda to even do it for nothing on the basis that she's arranged a free gift for her, for her friends who are the dental hygienists. Uh, you, you might be able to get this done without giving her any money. Um, yeah.
4: The dentist, for the most part, pays.
2: Yeah, but, de- but let me tell you how this deal, these, if you go in a dental office or a chiropractor office or a podiatrist, or even most MD offices, I, I would say, Carla would know better than I, they're running the show. It's almost like the dentist is working for them. He shows up every day with his lunchbox, goes back in the office in the back room and they run patients at him all day, and every once in a while they shove some papers in front of him and say, sign here. Mm-hmm. When we brought them into seminars, it it's was mandatory, true. mandatory they came with staff. They could not come to the evening seminar without the staff because I couldn't sell them without the staff there. What happened at the end of the seminar, some of them would, buy, would immediately go by, but mostly the three staff people are gathered around the dentist, leaned on him to go buy these tapes because the they know he's screwed up and they're trying to fix him. It's the opposite of annoying you know, Maybe this will finally fix this guy. You've got to get these. So if she if she sells the den- if the dental hygienist want it they got no problem getting the check signed. The dental hygienist got to keep whining, you know, the instruments and, gonna... and
4: he pays. Or yeah. mo- I'm sorry, he or it's she. It's a very good question
2: pay. though. But in these practices that's how the deal works. The inmates are running the asylum. And they're oppressed, you oh yeah, oppressed, they're oppressed, taken for granted, not appreciated, underpaid, male dominated profession. Old Boys Club. Yeah. yeah, she's got it. You got it. Anybody got one or two other things? Yep. Um, I was going to ask that if you were talking about how you should have a story in there and talk the same language, would it help her to
4: have a dialogue between the dentist and the high dentist when
2: they're sitting back and forth, going back and forth? Overcomplicated. Overcom- this is a simple deal. This is a very simple deal.
6: As part of the when you're filling headlines.
2: As part of a bold marketing test. Done, done. Yeah. Okay. One's good. Yeah. Headline: is, As part of a bold marketing test, we will give X number of hygienists are going to get this free. Only X number that allows you to do the limited number too. Only X number will do it. You must respond. Okay. Yep. Uh, you, got, you got your letter almost written for you. In the
5: Collier letter book with <coughs> your permission.
2: You're, you're right. Very good. In the Robert Collier letter book, which if you don't own it, you should, it's another thing you should get. I don't know why I didn't have mine with me? By the way, where's my box of stuff? Is it under your table? Okay, huh? You'll find it. No, no, right now. You'll find a. Nah, 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 nah. You'll find a um, I forget who, what client it was for, but it's with. I think the yeah, you're right. It's the Overcoat company. It's either the Overcoat or the boot, the rubbers, or something. But it's um, the uh, the headline is with your permission, which is you'd want to change it. But the letter itself is the free trial. It's perfect. You can knock it off. Uh, yep. Yes, you finally. Finally, meaning, finally, meaning, these are your last words of the day. So, no, 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 If you going to
7: gift
2: Hey, not a bad That's clever. You may buy, or get a little box that it looks like it's got gift wrapping on it, particularly if you did the deal with Linda where or some other endorser where this is a gift that's been arranged for you by. Right then, you want it in a nifty little package that they have fun tear it open. Uh, in fact, there's wrapping pa- there's there's profession specific wrapping paper available from. Um, uh, they used to be Samantha Donix. What's the name of them now? Uh, uh, Smart, Smart Practice, practice um, that has little teeth and stuff. You know, it's for dentists. It has little teeth and stuff on it. Um, uh, yeah. Yep. Now I 'd go back to them, see because let me tell you something, most of them are going to play this straight. most of them are going to fill out their little deal and tell you how much they love this thing, and so I'd, I'd allow a little bit of time I'd, a little bit of time to get the love notes back and have one sales letter that goes to the ones with the love notes and one that goes to the ones who did not respond.
7: I'm <laughs> a good
2: Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're overcomplicating life. It's not a bad idea, but you're overcomplicating complicating life. Yep, Michael? If she's giving it away for free, she can easily get free publicity a trade publications. Yep, 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 yep. Big marketing tests, especially, you can you, you start doing news releases to trade publications with you as the crusader for the downtrodden and oppressed. Yep. <laughs> Are there any underlying
5: patents on these that you can up, you know,
2: Well, she's private labeling and only tweaking an item that actually is a commodity. So not only doesn't she want to go there, she wants to ignore it. Uh, One last person. Yep. Yeah, well, yeah, you're right. And there's all sorts of things we could sit here and dissect. But the truth of the matter is she's going to quickly rewrite this as the free deal anyway. So it's not worth spending a lot of time. But you're right. Her picture, infinitely better than that anyway. Yeah, 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 or you're standing next to two or three dental hygienists. Or, uh, sure. Okay. You're out of here. And um, uh, we, are, uh, we are due for a lunch break. Um, we are, um, we got a long way to go. Um, uh, so uh, please try, please. 1.25 so that we can start promptly at 1.30. Thank you very much. Sayonara. Yellow. Yeah, uh, let's see, we have a couple of quick announcements. Um, uh, Joe uh, blithely told you all to um, look up his Yellow Pages ad and call his consumer awareness message. However, his Yellow Pages ad is in the East Phoenix Yellow Pages. We happen to be in West Phoenix. Uh, therefore, in your phone books in your rooms, the ad is not there. Um, did we do anything, Guy?
3: I spoke with Carla. I want to see if I can make a copy of it if they
7: have a copy of the East Bellium. So tell them if I do, then I'll pass everyone out a copy. Of it. If not, Carla says will send
2: everyone out. To- Great. Okay. What- I did write a yellow page after the guy who said the phone industry. Okay, so if you want to call something before you leave um, uh, when it's a local call, then uh, forget carpet cleaning, and the next time you're in your room, look under cellular phones, and you will clearly see the ad, because it will be the only one of its kind. But, you know, like have it, looked at a new phone book? You're just going to continue to screw this up, aren't you? <laughs> um, so maybe the ad is there, and maybe it's not. Um, let's see. Uh, secondly, um, Ron Legrand. Where's Ron? Is Ron in the room? There he is. Raise your hand, Ron. Everybody, honestly, there's Ron. Um, uh, Ron, I'm not doing. I'm not doing a hot seat with him because we got his stuff too late. But I want to let you know. I mean, some of you already met him, but uh, Ron basically is in the business of um, selling courses, seminars, materials, etc. For people.
7: What? I have awareness about the number. I the recording message number not
2: Sure. Sure. Give the number out. Good. Thank you, Dad. And uh, anyway, uh, Ron is uh, a, a real active joint venture guy. So if you've got customer lists, if you, if you think there's some connection there, you want to see uh, Ron before you get out of here. Uh, Because he's got products to sell and customer lists to trade and all sorts of good stuff. And um, there's a 1963 uh, Plymouth Belvedere with one fender with uh, primer on it. The lights are on in the parking lot. Um, I'm kidding. You guys. Actually, I just want to see if anybody can get up. Um, Okay, where's my nitro green guy? Where are you? Here? One, two, three, he not here. Alright? Good. So in your book, skip over nitrogreen. Which should bring us to proven solutions for arthritis. You are here. I'm here. Good for you. Uh, Very quick, very concise this afternoon. What's going on? What's your story? What is this? What do you want to tell us?
9: I'm a physician. My uh, specialty is rheumatology, which is arthritis. I'm the clinical director of an arthritis center. Our um, patients, our our, our customers are patients uh, coming to us directly for arthritis care and uh, patients coming to us for clinical research trials. Roughly divided 50-50. Um, this was copy uh, that I wrote for a uh, a magazine article uh, to be a magazine ad to be inserted into um, a very tiny city uh, uh, production for Time magazine or Newsweek magazine, one of the one of the biggies. And what I was going to do is is then take that. Magazine reprint and use it as part of our marketing efforts. You know, Essene and Time
2: magazine. Okay. And have you? No, I haven't. Okay. Um, so we're just looking at raw copy. We're not looking at the way it would look, obviously. Comments from anybody? Yep. I
7: will start off flagging. Do you suffer from our pain?
2: You... Oh, Okay, a flagging headline. Pardon? Yep, I agree. I agree. Uh, yep. Uh, could become yeah. Could become a headline. I don't know that it. I don't know that it has the same impact without a uh, follow up. I agree with flagging the group, and I definitely agree with getting the word pain in. It's a. It's an emotional reaction word. Yep. We're not looking at, this is just raw copy. We're not looking at the way it looks. We're just looking, we're just looking at what it says. Okay. Yep. the if you put it in their
0: letter,
2: personalize it. Yeah, if you're going to make it letter-like in its copy, then go the distance of Dear Pain Suffer or, or, or whatever and a SIG and et cetera. Anybody else? Yeah, well, actually, yeah. I mean, all of the numbered items are, are you're right, they're, they're vague and they're fuzzy. And if anything, this whole thing is soft. Um, uh, this happens to be a market I know a little bit about. Um, we, um, we did a television show in, um, I don't know, four or five years ago, an infomercial, uh, for a product called Therapy Plus. It's a little pain relief gadget. It kind of looks like a hair curler, and you rub it where pain is, and the, what it really does is cause blood to rush. to It does the same thing as a topical does, but, you know. um, And uh, we sold uh, $85 million worth of those babies on TV in uh, 14 months, and uh, roughly 50% of the uh, buy was arthritis-driven. Uh, we discovered it very early, uh, and so uh, we bought geographic time only, so... The thing rarely ran nationally. It ran in population areas where there's a lot of old people, Arizona, Florida, et cetera. And uh, the testimonials never said the word arthritis, but they were clearly arth- for claims reasons. But they were, you know, the best testimonial was this older woman with her hands like this talking about how she couldn't garden anymore. And this is what my hands looked like until I started to use this, and now I can do my gardening. I mean, it was, it was an arthritis cell without saying the words. Um, the good news is, which I may be telling you something you already know, but the good news is, this is a, this is a market that is um, hyper-responsive to anything that might work. That's the good news. Um, and this is, you know, when we talked earlier about what you look for in a market and what you want to know about a market, I mean, I, this is like an ideal market uh, because these people wake up like every morning with physical pain. And there's a lot of emotional annoyance that goes with this, too. You know, not being able to button shirt buttons and uh, uh, blouse buttons and not not being able to do ordinary, everyday things. So there's a real sense of diminished capacity and uh, and, uh, even self-esteem with this thing. So there's a lot of good buttons to push uh, when selling to arthritis sufferers. The bad news is uh, there's a lot of very sophisticated players selling to this market so you are not up against marketing wimps you are up against very bright marketers and there are information product marketers like Rodale who are in the game in a big way the topical guys are in the way in a big way Therapy Plus is still in the marketplace although not on TV in a big way um and so and so you're up against good smart tough marketers uh, which uh, the good news about that is there's good people to study if you seek about and study. The bad news is the vying for the attention of these people um, are marketers who really know how to get across a message. So something this week, um, if you were the only one in the game with these prospects, would be okay, but you're not. And so you're going to have to be as good as the Rodales of the world. And and in general, this has got to become much more emotional, much more gut-wrenching, and even if you were trying to do a journalistic article type thing, there should be quotes from arthritis sufferers and people who found relief where they tell real emotional stories. Uh, you should have a sense of mission. Uh, there should be some sense that, and I don't know what, the, if there is a story here, I have no idea. I'm not, I'm not telling you to make one up. but. Like, it would be ideal if your grandmother suffered from arthritis to such a degree that she committed suicide. Or um, your, your great-grandfather was a famous artist and couldn't paint anymore and had to store all of his paintings in Tim Paulson's attic. Uh, you, you know, some, some horror story that has motivated you to, to attack this problem. Um, and then I would suggest to you, you got to study, you know, study the guys that are really strong in this area. Uh, if you haven't watched um, uh, Home Shopping Network, when they sell the arthritis topical on there, you got to see Frankie Avalon's presentation. Um, they're selling the stuff by the truckload. Uh, and listen to the callers who call in and what they say, both the ones that are describing their, their pain and the ones that are describing how well the glop worked. Uh, study the good ads, um, get a copy of the Therapy Plus show. I'll send you that if you just send me a note. Um, you know, really dig into the good marketers in this business. Anybody else got anything for him? Question, comment? That, yeah. Well, I think
5: because
4: he's a, a local center making appointments, he can almost go against the television market and say, We are
0: a center, you come and see us. It isn't these things you see on TV that claim to make
6: blah, 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 blah. You know,
7: work, they don't work,
0: You can come into our center. we can
7: it's a
2: very good point. You sell against whatever you aren't. Yeah, you, you 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 really, well, you can even go so far as essentially you're doing an enemy sell here. These people that sell these gadgets and these lotions and potions are taking advantage of it, et cetera, et cetera. Anybody else? Yep. good point very good point
5: point. uh
2: yeah, since you're hands on you should be able to make claims that us distance product marketers can't you should have good data. And if you are going to make a statement, his point is well taken, if you're going to make a statement like leader in the field, someplace you got to get back to it, and you got to, it comes back to proving everything that you say. Yep?
5: Yeah, and since you said that there's a lot of emotional tie to, to the physical pain as well,
7: I mean, like is there any benefit in having a photograph of this leader in the field so
3: that people can identify with
2: If you were going to do it, photograph. If you were going to do it, I would do a story photograph. I would have him in a white coat in an office, help with a with a patient, doing something with the hand. Who knows what? But doing something with the hand. You know, some kind of a story photograph. Yep. Anybody else? Yep. You could, he might not want to do that, but yes, you certainly, that would be, it's more something we would do in it a bottle of GLOP on television.
9: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dan, you know, I, I, I think the major problem here is that, you know, we're very conventional. I mean, we're using cutting edge technologies, you know, that are, but are, that are very scientific as opposed to, you know, a lot of these other things well, that, that, you know, I, I'm sure they're probably Well, that's okay, but, that is, but you
2: see, then his point's well taken. Then you want to sell against those things, and instead of using her story, you would make fun of it. You know, so somewhere in your copy there is, for example, if you watch late night TV, you've probably seen stories told of the ancient uh, Asian secrets and the, and their moss from under the third rock at the volcano in uh, Dupu Land, and you know we don't use any of that stuff. This is medical science, researched and uh, John Hopkins and on and on and on. You you know this is the yeah, the positive thinking axiom for this is you know you take your lemons and you make I mean. Every marketing story has its yin and its yang, you know. And, and so you've got to take what you got. And when the when most most marketing jobs, then you want to invalidate everything else that isn't what you got. So if I was selling against you, you know, I would go through the whole deal that medical doctors have been organized for you. You've probably been to medical doctors. They haven't helped you. They'd have no empathy, it's, you know, and I'd sell the story of the third rock from the, you know, with the moss. If I'm, if I'm going to sell you, I'm going to attack all that. Okay, yep. Uh, this whole
0: section about the diagnostic facility is, is real informational, but it certainly doesn't tell me anything.
2: Uh, it doesn't say why I don't want
0: to
3: be diagnosed. If I'm coming to you, I already think you're
2: a doctor. Ex- okay, this is a...
0: ...and then that'll help us give you the right <laughs>
2: These, these are two excellent points in one. Uh, one is, uh, you're you talking about the, the whole, the, all the copy about the Diagnostic Center. A lot of people, and, and sometimes this happens when we're using the terminology free report and they're putting out a report, they feel compelled to dispense information. That is not what we are about. Uh, we are not to inform, we are not to educate, we are to sell. And to sell, we do things like scare people, we remind them of their pain and agony and trauma, we make them miserable and unhappy, but we do not inform them and we do not educate them. You may choose to do that later, but not in the sales process. And even when you slap a type like free report or free research report, if that's what you call it, that don't mean it's got any research in it. It just says it does. And you just gotta get it out of your head that that means anything, it means nothing. Um, Secondly, um, you you could think of this. We had an example yesterday, same kind of mistake in a different context. It was a headline of not delivering the punchline, not getting to talking about outcomes. Um, I speak tonight to a group of chiropractors. If you look at most chiropractic advertising, uh, many of them will essentially sell the free exam. But then it's your question, but why do I want an exam? I already know my back hurts. I don't need to come in and see you to find out my back hurts. I got that, you know? And so if you don't sell the benefit of the exam and the benefit of the exam can't be after the exam, I'm gonna get you for 412 visits at 38,000. See, that can't be the outcome. You've gotta sell something that happens as a result purely of the diagnosis. Now you're gonna know the real truth. You're gonna know how to solve, you're gonna know, how, et cetera. You're gonna know how to pick the right treatment. We're gonna know how to pick exactly the correct Protocol methodology for you, which may be different from your neighbor, Mary, even though she exhibits the same symptoms, et cetera, et cetera. It's a very good point. Anybody else? One or two things for them? Yep. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's like no close at the end. You're, yeah, you're absolutely right. Anybody else? Sure, answer every lead generation ad you see offering a free report. Very simple. Okay.
7: Um,
2: and and, and most, most trade journals now, you're going to find one or two, because we have sort of proliferated you know, in the last few years. We're like the, you know, the swamp creatures taking over the earth. Um, and and um, uh, main search stuff, tabloids, you'll see stuff in there. I mean, just start answering everybody's ads. Okay, uh, yeah. I think this would be a great area if you know a pro football player that always said, it seems like and so uh, Yeah, we used yeah. golfers in uh, Therapy Plus, uh, yeah, but a, a retired football player, a retired golfer, certainly some kind of athlete. I mean, any kind of celebrity you mix into this thing is going to help you enormously. Uh, okay, are you happy? Is that it for you? Yeah, that's great. Good. Um, give him a hand. Give him a hand. Who's this? Okay. Speaking of which, in answer to your question, you have his free report next in your book, which you may or may not be very thrilled about, but you got it. Um, (laughs) uh, Okay. Uh, Wanna tell us a story?
5: Okay. Uh, This is our first full page ad that we're doing. This month it just broke. The lead numbers aren't as high as I'd like. We're at about twenty-five dollars a lead. And, what trade journal are you? Are you uh, dermatologic surgery? surgery. Okay. Nothing anyone gets on, at home probably.
2: Uh, <laughs> that's. And you're you're twenty-five bucks a lead.
5: Twenty-five bucks a lead, is yeah. Is your
2: lead flow stopped? I mean, is that a hard number?
5: No, so no. We're still we're, still, we're still getting them in a little bit. Okay. They they come in because doctors shelve all their magazines and
2: so maybe you're going to get to twenty bucks a week. Maybe lead. Walking, yeah, okay. right? Uh, too soon to you. So the report's brand new. You haven't sent it out.
5: No, the report we've sent out with classified ads that we did uh, for the summer months, and we're actually at about twenty percent conversion on the report with no testimonials.
7: Well, huh? <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, of course, keep in mind part of that is purely a function of how long you've been in the marketplace. You're up, you're up to 35 bucks a lead. He's at 20 or 25 bucks a lead. The, the bad news is there will be a day <laughs> when you're at 35 dollars a lead, 40 dollars a lead, 40. It's inevitable. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, uh, the, the real good news is the 20% conversion rate.
5: Right. These guys, they're hurting. They're getting killed by managed care, so they're all moving into doing cosmetic work. Liposuction, uh, facial resurfacing, collagen, you name it, they're trying to do it. And dermology,
2: Tim. Okay, let me call a couple things to your attention and then we'll see if we can do something for him. Uh, First subhead in the uh, first column formulaic headline. Um, It's one that's used over and over and over again. I forget where it comes from. Vic Schwab. Is it Schwab? Is it the Victor Schwab book? Uh, You don't have to remember the number that it is of the Um, 100. So in your Schwab book, this is an oldie. It's a shame for you not to make good money when other blank do it so easily. Um, So the formula is a shame for you not to blank when others do it so easily. Uh, It could be it's a shame for you not to really enjoy golf when others do it so easily. It's so it's, it, it's a shame for you to pay to fly first class when others fly for coach. It's a, okay, you can keep twisting that headline. It's a pretty reliable one. Um, the one in the middle the next column, uh, let's see, who'd you steal that from? Gary, Gary Halbert. That's Halbert's headline. Um, how to make patients practically line up and beg for cosmetic services. Again, it's a, you can turn that into a fill in the blank headline pretty easily and it is a good one. Um, uh, let's see, this line all the way down at the bottom. So a real good technique in ads, um, uh, lead generation ads, is to have a little zinger at the very end. Because even people who start to skim or skip this thing I'll go read, they're going to look down here to see what the deal is, with the headline, what the what phone number, what the offer is, et cetera. And so he's got a little zinger in here right for what they're aggravated and angry and in pain about right now, which is managed care. Um, if you go back and look at... The, uh, the original, how many of you remember the original JPDK ads, the how to make $4,000 a day saying how are? Well, you know the Bill and Hillary Clinton the, okay. it is taking your tax money line that's in the how to order box? We tested with and without It's a significant bump with it in there. Uh, this is a place that you can make something happen in your ad. Is right here toward the very end where the phone number is. Uh, your report... Um, Let's see if I had anything particular. I didn't, really. Um, who's got a uh, question for him, comment for him? And really what he's mostly going to want to know is if it's possible how to make the ad more effective to That's bring great. his lead cost down. Yep. On the headline, I initially read it. I thought it was kind on of legal. Like make money a Hmm? Oh, so the word collect bothers you.
0: you know, no, it's not me collect, but it's just the the thought of you be a dermatologist in these court cases being paid by attorneys and not doing their actual job. It's what hit me with the headlines. Is it, it cases? cases?
3: Well, cases,
5: cases is what doctors call...
2: Huh, I think it's collect-on, too, don't you? That's
7: what I, I felt the same thing, but I thought it was collect-on. Like, it's collect-on
2: a combination of things, maybe, like, yeah, but I, I agree. It doesn't, yeah, 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 I agree. So it, it, so its free report reveals how any dermatologist can uh, generate, how, how about uh, uh, e- yeah, easy, easily, attract, uh, e- easily attract, easily attract, easily uh, attract more, I don't know if I, the cases bothers me, too, but uh, more, Top paying uh, uh, patients. Pa- patients. Yeah. Do you need to say cosmetic? It, it's implied with dermatologists, isn't it? So. Yeah. Yeah. They get paid in cash. They
5: okay. So free report reveals
2: cash. how any dermatologist can easily attract more. Can can cash in uh, or cash can paying attract t- more cash paying patients? Um, more cash paying top quality patients. Uh, Might? Exclamation point on the end of it? Might, 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 Might. Yeah. Yeah. How about on his special report title page? You get two there, you
6: can choose from secrets getting more top page cosmetic patients, already trying, or how you dermatologists we start cashing in on the surge of money making cosmetic cases missing out
2: now. Well he's right. You got better headlines on the front of your report than you got in your ad. He's absolutely <laughs> correct. Uh yep. Um, well where it's positioned it really doesn't do much.
5: Um, I was trying to mimic the style of the of the uh article there of the journal. That's the way they do it. Oh, is that uh, They do italics it. for the headline and then they do uh the author. Oh, okay, so you made it look justified.
2: like that. Okay. All right. Well then that's an exception. So they don't way. have a
5: prehead so I added that.
2: Yeah, okay. Uh, yep. Yeah, well, I mean, we're going to change it to something. You're absolutely right. Profit, cash in, attract. We're, yeah, we're all in agreement. We're all in agreement that collect has the wrong connotation. Yep. Is it that this is like put the- Maybe. Okay, so, yeah, I agree with that, too. That's, I mean, that's the Carbo headline, but it, uh-huh. may, be, it may be pushing them a little. Discover. Um, is there, oh yeah, hey, that's nice. That's, that? that's interesting. Discover the smart doctors. Uh, I don't even know if in, I don't even know if incredible wealth is right. Uh, discover the smart doctor. If you don't use secrets in the headlines, it might be discover the smart doctors' secrets. Cash flow, uh, cash flow secrets. Uh, d- 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 um, uh, discover the smart doctor's antidote to managed care. Antidote's a good word. Um, huh? Yeah, but see, that's too simple. We want to stand up here and agonize for 10 or 15 minutes. We don't want... <laughs> You're right. Well, what else besides the headline? Anybody else got a non-headline suggestion for him? Yep. Okay. All right. All, all good suggestions. Joe, he's done it. He already. It's done, we just answered this ten seconds ago. Okay. He's done this to match the magazine. Okay. Yep.
7: Maybe as a subhead, it's kind of an untapped source of revenue.
2: Maybe a new way that they're not to they're Maybe. Well, first of all, you don't want a subhead. You really didn't even want a prehead, but you don't want a subhead because the magazine articles don't do it. The idea, though, that this is a plus revenue, that this is a new source of revenue, if that's not integrated in your copy, mm-hmm. it may be worth trying to fit it in. Uh, anybody else? What about putting a picture in the ad? In the ad? In the ad? <laughs> did, did did we do that in an ad?
4: <laughs>
2: what ad did we do that in? Really?
4: <laughs> I'll
2: be damned. When did we do that ad? Have, we, have you dusted it off and tested it? We should dust it off and test it again. Next week. <laughs> we should dust it off and test it again. Plus, I forgot all about that. Tony, will you fax me a copy of that? Yep. Thank you. Um, uh, do, do me a favor and fax him a copy too, because it really is a good idea. Okay? All right. Uh, what else? Is that, is that not anywhere in the ad? Not really okay you do yeah it's it's right. you you need at least a couple of lines some explanation that answers her question it's a very good point you you don't need much at this point but you need something uh... yep well we're going to scrap the whole collect but but if you got room for the for the words you're right, lion's share is better than more. Well, lion's share is just, I mean, it's really good words. That's very good. And people can kind of make out of that what they want, but it's really good because it, it conjures up a picture. Yeah. Uh, okay, one more. Anybody? Once, twice? Yep. Well, I don't know, fed up with managed care for these guys. See, there is a principle, uh, I don't know if we talked about this, if not, you could add it to your click list. Is, um, or it's coming up or something, but the, the idea is to give them some things that they instantly agree with and nod their heads at. Because if they're in agreement with you about X, it's easier for them to agree with you about Y. So you feed them some familiars that they instantly say, "Yep." And, and that does that um
1: between well,
5: the should
2: more with the they're you certainly would in a report I mean you are space limited in an ad but, but
5: the whole ad is, uh, is all focusing on
4: money and not
2: money. yeah yeah you may be right you may be right you may need a little more pain in the beginning okay good you're gone <laughs> Uh, skip over his X-ray letter and let's go. Leo, are you here? Is Leo here? Leo's here. How are you doing? Real good. Good. What's your story?
0: Well, in about February or March of this year, I made a decision to expand my business as a private practitioner and to start taking some of my talents and uh, expand those talents. In other words, to multiply myself in, in another way. So I did a little bit of research. Uh, well, I did actually quite a bit of research. and. An area that I found to be really hurting is the is an area where people are going into surgery and they're not happy campers. They're they're really um, very anxious before going into surgery. Uh, during surgery, they'd they'd like to have at least some some degree of uh, of being in control. And then afterwards, there's uh, quite a bit of uh, pain and suffering that tends to go along with that. And it's because you guys they,
2: botched the surgery. That's- <laughs> oh no, they pro- they may
0: <laughs> they may do that, so in any case, uh, one of the things that I, or the thing that I did is I was kind of thought out, well, how do I want to approach this situation? How can I multiply myself in this situation because i 've worked with individuals who 've gone through surgery and you know people who are going to go into surgery took care of the anxiety, helped them to get through the surgery, they get out of the hospital faster, they feel better, so I was pulling the the Information that I had for myself plus the research that was done previously using hypnosis as a as a medium to help people. And I pulled all three of those together and put it into a kit, so to speak. Now, my first intention was to market it to the general public. And we're still really very new at all of this. I didn't have any clicks or I didn't have any really wild stuff to pull from. So my report basically is... I'd say about 70, 80% off the top of my head. I agonized over it. (laughs) Um, What you're looking at was the first advertisement that went out last month. Uh, Any advertisements that I did, I can tell you so far, I I consider it negligible, the responses that I've had. Uh, They were small ads. They were... uh, Local market. Local market. Newspaper. Uh, Did a senior... Senior publication. Senior, senior publication here locally, did New Age publication. That went into the New Age publication that don't let anyone you love go into surgery. That went into, uh, into a New Age publication. My responses pretty much have been, well, pretty close to zilch as far as I'm concerned. We've sent out s- several reports, but I've, I've not had anything come back. The difficulty with what I'm coming up with, the difficulty is that I can't keep going back again and again and again running them down a funnel because their surgery may be friday or next tuesday so they either have to bite onto it very quickly or we're done i haven't gotten it if you want um, more
2: bad news that's only one of your problems
0: (laughs) i I suspect it is so uh, i'm kind of catching on to some of that this was sent to this was a postcard at the top that was sent to my clientele, we figured out, and, and I did, I got about a 5 6% return on, on that particular. And that's to
2: your own patient list? Yes,
0: yeah. And, again, they got the report, we sent them the report, but that was the end of that. So, essentially, that's where we're at. I'm taking a look at some other
2: arenas to move into. Comments? Well, it's a very good question. Um, He believes there is, obviously, Um, but prevention of any kind is like the hardest thing in the world to sell. Um, uh, People want cures, not you know prevention. That's why we buy pain pills, but and that's. Um, So you've drifted into the area here of preventing problems that may or may not occur. Uh, Terry's right in identifying, uh, I would have said that there may very well be a profound need for this, but there may not be much desire. Um, But if you are going to do prevention-type stuff, uh, then you must scare them. You have no other option. And you got to scare the living daylights out of them. And you are far and away too soft here to get that job done. Um, I mean, they have got to believe that there is a profound risk of them being killed in there or from fear and anxiety, their heart's stopping on them on the, as they are being wheeled into the operatory on the gurney if they don't have your it. And only if you are willing to go that far. Uh, do you have a hope of getting this job done? Um, I tell it, it's a, it's a great example. It's a bad story. I tell it from time to time. Um, in, the, um, in the bad old days of the direct sales industry when burglar alarms were sold door to door, what was done typically uh, before the sales team went into a well-to-do neighborhood is uh, for about seven or eight nights in a row prior to the arrival of the sales team people would in the dark of night sneak in and around the houses and leave empty liquor bottles and and girly magazines and cigar butts and stuff in the bushes and um, then by the the time the sales crew arrived people were prepared to uh, listen to them Um, and, and and it's pretty ugly, but I mean I tell it because if they didn't do that, they couldn't sell burglar alarms. And you can, I can give you a statistical argument that is irrefutable that you should all have a security system, but without the cigar butts and the liquor bottles and, and the porno magazines, uh, everybody would have starved to death in that business. And you unfortunately are in that kind of a position. Um, well, actually,
0: one of the things that I thought, I'm still working on the thinking, but one of the things that I thought was that the minute that Dr. Jones tells Bill over here that he's going to have to go in for surgery, whether it's heart surgery or whatever it might be, his anxiety levels just went way the heck up. I think and, that's true. And, and I've promised to take them way the heck down.
2: Yeah. See, you see, you've got to, you got to completely undermine the trust they have in anybody else. I mean, yeah, that's the direction you've got to go. Uh huh. He's got to. Well, you've raised two questions. Why would you market these through doctors to get? um, That would be somewhat like trying to push a rock up the side of a mountain with your nose. (laughs) <laughs> um uh But, you. Uh, but, um, but you, both you and he have identified See the even bigger problem here With what he's selling Is the timing issue the t- the, t- the t- the t- Well yeah This is your exact oh, she, see, She's right on This is, <laughs> this is predictive and, and, and the only hope you're going to have Is not doing lead generation advertising you are going to have to go to the list arena. And you are going to have to be predictive and assumptive. I mean, by age group and health offers that they have responded to, who is likely to be ill enough that they or someone in their family is going to be heading in for surgery sometime during a re, you know, a number of months? I mean, you're absolutely, you're going to have to sell this as predictive that sometime, like you sell insurance, sometime in the next 12 months, you or someone in your family. And you're going to have to hit people with a high probability that that is going to happen. Obviously, people with certain diseases uh, have a higher probability than others. Certain ages have a high probability than others, et cetera. And and if it's going to work, you're going to have to be ahead of the curve. You're not going to be scooping them up with lead gen ads right after the doctor has told them, Bill, bill next Thursday, we're going to cut. You're you're going to have to be ahead of that curve, which, by the way, makes the sales job even tougher makes the sales job even tougher. Yep. Oh yeah, there's you yeah, there's a mountain of scare stuff out there. There's a couple of very good books about how hospitals kill people. There's a guy that does the talk show routine a couple times a year with all kinds of horrible stats. There's an abundant amount of information. Um, uh, uh, of the top ten um, uh, in telehealth is the largest uh, internet provider of uh, health-related information in the country. A consulting client of mine, uh, telehealth.com. One L and in telehealth. For some reason, I have n- no idea. Um, and um, uh, of the reasons people come to the site, the kind of information they are looking for, yours does not even make the top ten, uh, which is another not very good sign. Uh, yeah. Both good suggestions fooling around with news groups on the internet focusing on post-op. Yep. Oh, you're very right. Good, good copy points. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, first of all, nobody want, you, you don't want this to be new. <laughs> uh, uh, this is something I would kind of like to know was proven. And so, new order line implies you got in business yesterday, which I realize you wrote it because you did get in business yesterday. <laughs> but you know, it, it's it, it's not always necessary to tell everything you know. And um, uh, order line is bad term too. It's too commercial. It's too uh, businessy. This needs to, to be the I, I don't know. It needs to have a nice name. <laughs> Okay, good. Yep, yep. Speaking of names, has got to name the reports up the other than C1. Three uh, report, C3 report C1. Yeah, well, I think, uh, hopefully it's just his coding number or something. It's I, coding. Yeah, okay. So there is a name. So I know, yeah. Yeah, okay. So
8: there is a name
7: There was a question number C1. i not sure if it's been tried, you're talking about using the scare attack, and is it tried by the murder alarm, the situation where maybe you send out a free card first, which just something, you know, stating uh, not necessarily...
2: Oh, let me tell you something. In the burglar alarm business, the security business, everything you can—I mean, we could be here all day, and we and we wouldn't think of anything they haven't tried. Uh, most of which ultimately gets the industry in trouble. And yeah, the strategy that you've just devised—you bet. The postcards—they've—they've uh, they've gone around and put warning door hangers that look like they're from a police department. Uh, with badges on them, you know, warning, crime rates soaring in this neighborhood, lock your doors, bolt your windows. Uh, uh, you know, believe me, that industry, um, uh, some months ago, uh, I think it was either Dallas or Houston, there was a little thing that I saw it on CNN where a bunch of off-duty cops had got in trouble because some burglar alarm company was paying them to take the cop cars and drive around the neighborhood all night, you know, and turn the sirens and lights on every once in a while so that people <laughs> became, you know, became aware that there was a problem. Um, uh, yeah, believe me, I, I mean, that would, be the equi- that would be the equivalent, you know, of him sending out a video of people clutching their heart as they were, you know. I mean, you, you really can go too far. Uh, Tom? Well, you know, you may have something here. You may need to reinvent your whole business. And, and so you may be on the right big track. You, this could become a subset of a bigger, better product that addresses uh, a chronic pain. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> See, here's the deal, Chauncey. You're cutting to the bottom line too fast. You're no, being too, no, I appreciate he's, that. You know, he's, no, he's absolutely right. Um, there, sometimes the best advice is, which I gave to to Joe Stratton last night. I gave him on one of his products. I mean, sometimes the best advice is, you know, just... Shoot the limping horse and go get another one, and um, uh, you, that may very well be where you'll get with this. Um, you know, in a short period of time. I mean, there have been a few worth. There's some worthwhile suggestions here on what to do to improve your odds here, but fundamentally, you have a severely flawed business idea. Thanks. You're
0: welcome. <laughs> you're, you're I, welcome. Feel, I feel really good about that. Good. Well, the only thing that I really have to do then is ask, what's up there on the, in the top 10? How do I find out?
2: Oh, uh, that's a very, you, you go to IntelliHealth, go to the website, and they, there's a little list of uh, you know, all of the inquiries and what people are asking about. The sites are ranked by, the portions of the site are ranked by how many people are coming there to get information. Uh, number one, I can't remember all, number one is anxiety and depression. God, I can uh, fix that? Um, that's good. Uh, you know, I don't remember what number two was. It was something that struck me as rather bizarre. But I, but I don't. don't I can fix that too. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. Well, you're out of here. Go fix it. All right. Uh, Thanks, anyway, gang. You're welcome. In telehealth, and intella is spelled with one L. I do not know why that is. Uh, who is this? Are you coming forward? Come on down. You want this? I I became attached to it. You probably would want this. Have you done stage hypnosis? That explains that. (laughs) Um, Okay. Hi. Hi. Tell us your story.
8: Well, this is an ad that uh, my partner Mark and I did for a client of ours. So we write this kind of copy. This is not our business. What the guy does is services lab equipment. Um, we acquired a, acquired a list for him, which was garbage. So that part wasn't too responsive. His, the known prospects that he had, uh, not marketed to before, but it was his sort of in house list, pulled at about 18% dragged him in 59 leads. The first lead out of 59 that we got for him identified over a million dollars worth of business. And the biggest problem we have actually with this whole sequence is that uh, we're on commission with this client and he's only got four quotes out in 90 days.
2: Yeah, well, um, the first Halbert seminar that I spoke at, um, that everybody paid $7,000 a piece to be at, Gary walked in with a, in his shorts and floppies and a big baseball cap on his head that said, clients suck. And, um, you know, this would be a better business if it weren't for the clients. <laughs> but, um, but you know, then who pays you? Um, it, it's the, you know, it's the consultant's anathema is, um, is that you do your part right and then they muck up everything else. And... Um, uh, one of the answers I have for you is a consulting business answer, not a copywriting business, because obviously this campaign is fine. You know, you don't have a campaign problem. And in fact, I'll call your attention to a couple things. Good, then I'll answer your question. Uh, this is um, smart. Uh, right in the middle of the letter, quick list of uh, who their clients are. Um, because here, what would be the number, this is a free offer, as you know, if you looked at the second page of the deal. This is a, this is a free offer. They'll come in and, and do a, um, whatever you guys call it. Service call. You, you guys will come in and do a service call. I mean, it's a good offer for free. So now why wouldn't, assuming this has landed on the desk of a decision maker at a company that has the kind of equipment that they would service, why wouldn't somebody take them up on the free deal? Neither one of those would be the big problem.
6: They might stick them for a bigger amount later or somehow
5: obligate them somebody else.
2: That would be, yeah, that would be right up there is okay, they're going to get in here. Yep, what? They
7: already have somebody
2: to They already have somebody they're happy with, which should be answered in the copy. Not the biggest reason,
7: though. Huh? These guys must be brand and
2: they don't have
7: any customers.
2: The concern, yeah, concern is about the perversity of, you know, why are they hunting if they're, but what's the, Terry? I'd be afraid, the big sales pitch by afraid of a sales pitch? That's, uh, that's still not what would be the biggie to me. Yeah, uh, huh? back to again, huh? Well, maybe, but the big issue,
9: huh?
2: Yeah, well, that's a big problem with the copy is the freeze buried so deep. Uh, But this thing, this thing works. You know, this thing works. So we, but yeah, I'd move the free up. But what's the big barrier? The big barrier is I'm afraid these. I would be afraid these guys are going to screw up my equipment, right? Let them service it. What if they break it? And so this is really smart. This is important that early on they create uh, credibility that they prove they have clients that are known in the market area. And so that's very smart. Moving free up would help this some more. Now your client problem. This is not a seminar on how to run a consulting business, but uh, here's the quick tips. Number one is client compliance is often in direct proportion to how much money you charge them. The more you charge them, the more likely you are to have compliance because they got to get the money back. Um, this is why, for example, it's a and I don't know what you did, but it's a very bad idea to do contingency only, oh, where you are totally paid on results because there will never be any results.
8: No, we get, uh, we get paid up front.
2: Okay, but, but well, you, you care because what you get paid up front is if you're picking your clients right, never compares to what you should get on the back if they don't follow up the process. See, he's exactly. looking at a percentage of millions and millions and millions of dollars if they actually go out there and get some bids out and, you, you know, and follow up. Uh, the second thing is, um, in, a, in a corporate environment like this, you always want to make sure you have one key person who is as committed to the project as you are, who has both not only just responsibility but authority. We just went through this, my platinum members, at the last meeting. I mean, we just disinvited a platinum club member um, uh, and will not renew them for next year uh, for a very simple reason: that this comp- the company they're like our probably our only corporate member, if you will. You can't call any of these guys. I mean, they got. Corporations, but they're not like real businesses. I mean, these are like the only, <laughs> these are like the only, these are like maybe the only real business in the room, but the people that keep sending to the meetings have no authority to go back and get anything done. So we bounced them out. And so you, you, you need one person who can follow through, who you can ride herd on. Uh, beyond that, all you have is my sympathy. Right. Um, did, you well, have any, did you have another campaign in here? Uh, uh, no, I oh, think that's Oh, I know it, what I wanted to show because this, pre- this is done pretty well too. Let me find the second, let me find your second letter. This is your last opportunity. Um, um, now you mailed. this went to the ones who did not respond obviously to the first one. Right. When you quoted the response percentage, was it for the whole sequence?
8: whole sequence. Okay, sir.
2: how much came from the first one? How much came from the second one?
8: Seven off the first, I think, and the rest off the, the second. Okay. Is that right, Mark?
2: Yeah, we're 2575. OK. okay. Um, you, you did something smart here, which helps this letter. Uh, this is, as somebody said, a prevention issue. And, uh, and this could be strengthened, too. You could bump this up. Um, uh, this little list of things that could be screwed up, you can't rely on them to think of the things that could be screwed up. You've got to tell them the things that can be screwed up. Um, um, because you, when you're doing preventive stuff, everybody thinks bad things happen only to the other guy. They, they never happen to me. I don't have car wrecks. My house doesn't catch on fire. My computers break, don't break down. Everybody I deal with is Y2K compliant, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So everybody thinks it's the other guy. So this is good, but it could be stronger. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing that this missed is a horror show story of somebody who had an opportunity to do this, didn't do it, and then called you back two weeks later begging you to get out there in a hurry because their entire business was on the edge of bankruptcy because, okay, you're missing a horror story. So, yep.
8: No. No, it's not, it's invented, and it could have been explained a little bit better, yeah. It okay. could have been explained Good a bit point.
2: better. Watch out for the proprietary terminology. Yeah. Well, yeah, options. options. Yeah, I
8: see. What we do here is we, um, we personalize and actually mail merge the fax form, if you can see that, so that there's almost zero labor for the client to do. All they got to is do is check
2: the stuff off. It's already pre-filled in. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yep. Yes. Interesting. Can yep. be done. Interesting. Yep.
5: From a copy standpoint, sixty-minute service call sounds rather fast. Is that intentional?
3: I mean, I don't think
5: you would. If you said an hour-long service call, it may be, it sounds as if it has more weight. It's it's more
2: thorough. It's sixty minutes seems like sixty minutes for that. You know, but minutes for oh, that's interesting, right. huh? That's that's, that's interesting.
9: an
8: interesting perception, but. Uh, I mean, he's going to unscrew the cover and dust it off. I mean, well,
2: also, if you are going to do, if you are going to name the number, then make it an odd number. Good, make it a sixty-three-minute service call or a fifty-seven-minute service call. Or a, this implies that you got this down to a science. And we're busy. Yeah, the round yeah. number sounds like about, which right. uh, which could mean four days. Right. Oh, yeah, very good, very good, yeah, there you yeah. go, very good, very good. Build value into the service call with the, the yeah, oh, very good. Yep. The, the thing that I see sort of missing on here is why do you want to do that?
9: Why do you want to have preventative maintenance? I and mean, you need to have a number here that says preventative maintenance saves
2: an average of $3,000 on any big piece of equipment that gets, you know,
8: preventative instead of broken. Or whatever? Right. Right, yeah, and there's all kinds of that information mm-hmm. out there for sure. Okay. Definitely.
2: Michael? I uh, just want to go back to Terry's point real quick. You need to, I think you need to draw anything that you need to smack, like, let's say, sales and put in okay. everything that maximizes the value, including uh, reports and written pieces of paper. And okay, right, so, you yeah. can, so you can actually bonus the free service call. The other thing is, does the, does the guy who does a service call actually now tr- turn around and try and sell them? No he comes and goes and the sales process is done separately?
8: Uh, He comes, he services, he inventories the equipment and tells them he will quote them. Then he goes away, he faxes over a quote or delivers a quote, whatever he does. Okay, well then
2: they could even go so far as to say things like absolutely no selling of any kind will take place during these 64 minutes. No one will Attempt to sell the version of no salesman will call
8: okay. yeah, uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, I think they actually do have so a sort of
2: a checklist, yeah yeah, so that's yeah. So you, now you can promise that, and you can hide the quote the quote right. now becomes a hidden but, part but of the
8: like do you mess with this if it's getting eighteen percent
2: yeah, you do test you? Yeah. against this, yeah, you test yeah. against this, yeah, because eighteen percent for a free offer, I mean it's good. And certainly the transaction value behind it is good. Yeah. But but I would think you could be in the thirty five or forty percent range if you do everything right. Should be a, yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh yep. Well now you're past what we're looking at. I don't even know how to yeah, but we yeah. don't have enough data to fool with that. They've only put out four bids. I mean, we don't have it to look at.
0: You've been listening to one of our gold members only podcasts. Make sure you upgrade and become a Diamond member and get access to the Diamond members only podcast as well. On top of that, you'd also get access to the whole enchilada with all dance courses and so much more. So make sure you upgrade to Diamond now by going to diamondupgrade.com.